Another episode of the Kick Spots, and today we have a very, very special guest with us, blessing our little <laughs> podcast here. There we go. One of my BFFs, first female. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can well. we can we say that again? The, she, first, the first female, female. guest yeah. of the show. Her name is Audrey. Audrey. Jean Armada. I feel like the Rocky song should be playing now. <laughs> we'll put that in when we edit. <laughs> we don't we don't own the rights. So we, we don't own the rights right now, so we can't put it in right now. But uh, yeah, so we have one of my best friends, BFFs. I've known her for how long now, Audrey? Oh gosh. So, so like 12, 13 years. Yeah, over yeah. 13 years. Now. That long, huh? Yeah. Wait, before you were before Gina Park. So wow. Yeah, you know I mean. Damn. Yeah, she's the she's the OG. Don't be jealous. It's okay. Don't be jealous. When we used to skip, you know, college classes, nursing school, (laughs) we go to lunch instead of the class. You were nursing school? Yeah, dude. We went to nursing classes together. Yeah, me, her, and Leiran. Like it was. Wow. And then we would we did not pass. Anyways, and then both of you (laughs) didn't go into the nursing industry out of all things. Obviously not, because I'm Um, doing this with you. What? (laughs) (laughs) This is what nursing school gets you guys. Exactly. So, so how uh, did you two meet? Um, college. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. We, we met at Saddleback. Through actually, an ex-boyfriend of mine yes. who no longer exists in my life, but <laughs> he still exists in my life. That makes sense. Oh, when by you the said way, if you're listening, <laughs> that makes sense. When you Shout said out, ex. JJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, when people ask me how we met, I just say we failed nursing class together. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah. Failed. Yeah. Failed nursing classes together. Discovered. Uh, what's that boba spot we used to go to? Uh, Lollicup. Lollicup. Yeah. Yeah. Discovered Lollicup. Wow. Together. Yeah. And it's crazy because like I remember this one class. There was a cadaver on the clock, oh, cool. and, and, and I was like, "Yo, let's just leave. Let's just go get boba." <laughs> and you guys just and I think that's what we did. We I think yeah. me, it was me, you, and like Lay. Our final, I think. Yeah, it was like our final. You we guys just, walked out of your final. We were just like, yeah. yeah. I, I think I like answered maybe one or two questions. Like they had the layout of the cadaver on the piece of paper, and you had to like yeah list it all. It was oh, crazy. What? Yeah, and I was just like, nah. Say so this ain't me, dude. <laughs> wow. I'm not going to that Filipino nursing gig. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if. If I was sick and I saw Migs as my um, nurse, I would freak out already. No, so you, won't. you just walk out the, you walk <laughs> yeah, out the like, Hey, I'm good. Actually, I'm healthy. <laughs> so do you know what I For did? For some reason, I got healthy. Do you know what I did after nursing? What? What did I do? <laughs> don't, don't, That's don't. right. With you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we both build, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so again, we have Audrey Armada here. She is an event planner. Yes, sir. Uh, she is also my personal wedding <laughs> coordinator <laughs> to my wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, she's definitely been there uh, for me as a, as a friend and obviously also as my wedding planner. A therapist. Uh, a therapist, everything, you know. So Do she, this whole thing. Yeah, so she's helped out me and Saps uh, mm-hmm. with kind of like our wedding planning and stuff. So we can talk about, you know, we're going to kind of get into that, you know, later. Yeah, I've but got, I've got a lot of questions with that. Right, right. So, mm-hmm. so. however, since... <laughs> It is your first time on the show. 
uh, we have this uh, trivia game hey. that, we, that we play with our guests. Yes. Uh, so you are lucky enough to play one of those games with us. I'm nervous. Normally, I'm conducting the interview and, and the questionnaire. However, today, it will be Jinu Park's turn asking Great. you the questions. I already know the questions. He, he's got a favorite question to ask. I think he, are you going to ask that the first one? or I think you should. No, I'm, okay. I'm going I'm to ease it in. Okay, you're going to ease it in. in. Yeah. Okay, so take it away, Jinu Park. All right, first question, Audrey. Who is the president of the Philippines? <laughs> Dang, I knew this was going to be like, oh, shit. You should know Can this. Can I buy a lifeline? <laughs> Wait, you really don't know? I don't know. I know it's a guy. <laughs> okay. No, that's actually a thing. There are female, there were female presidents. Yes. Yeah. the Philippines. Yeah. Korea, so, Korea had a female. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. Okay, don't break, don't break the equipment now. You know? <laughs> told you go easy on me. Rodrigo Duterte. Tito Rod. He's the craziest president we've ever had so far. Mm-hmm. Economy is doing well. Because but very of effective, I will yeah. say. Economy is doing yes. well because of him. Okay. Next question. What is the national flower of the Philippines? Oh, you should know this, girl. Stop. Don't play with me right now. You should know this. I know if you asked me the bird, I'd know the bird. <laughs> Oh, bird. even I know the bird. She won't know the bird, trust me. Really? What? It's a it's a Filipino eagle. Oh, oh yeah, okay. that's right. All right, all right. Okay. But that's not the question. Okay, well, let's trade questions then. <laughs> <laughs> we're, going with the, we're going with the flower. Uh, I don't know. An orchid? <laughs> <laughs> it's a sampaguita. Okay. You don't? Oh, okay, all right. Why would I know that? You should know that. Oh. Okay, the, the questions get I know. harder from here, so. Okay, well, no, can I tap out now? No, no, no. no. Um, we get two more questions. I got, I got three. Okay, okay. Um, who was the Philippines named after? It's like Felipe or something. Some Somebody Felipe. I'll give you okay, that. we'll give, give we'll you give that. We'll give, give you that. that. I'll give you that. King Philip. The second. Of the Spain. second, yep. Okay. That, we'll give you that. And then... Okay. Uh, Okay, the Philippines is the largest producer of this fruit. Mangoes. <laughs> <laughs> coconuts. Dang it! It's coconut. It was, kind of a trick. A trick. Question. Yeah, I would have guessed uh, mangoes. Okay. Last, the last question, yeah. uh, and this is gonna be uh, Migs will probably have to help me out with this too. But name three Filipino American musicians. Filipino American musicians. Yeah, Filipino American musicians. Bruno Mars. Okay, that's one. Does Nicole Scherzinger count? Yes, yes. I actually yes! had her. Yes! I actually had her on the list. Yay! Yes. Okay, a last one. You, you you might have to help me because I only wrote one more. Oh really? I mean, I know one that's current that's dating a rapper. I'll give you that hint. Dating one of the Migos. I'll give you that hint. Oh, no, okay, no. Who dates who in uh, Hollywood? Cardi B? No. Cardi B's not Philip. No. Why? That's what? Janae? Saweetie. Saweetie. Oh, I yeah. think I knew that. Yeah. Dang. Right, so who do you have down? Enrique Iglesias. What? No, there is, that is not no. factual. That, that was on there. That was on there. I highly doubt it. But is he okay. like... Okay. That's what it says. I'm shocked. That is what it says. So, overall, 
I failed. <laughs> we'll give you a 50%. Yeah, we'll That's give you failing. a we'll give you a 50%. <laughs> just like yeah. nursing yeah. school. Yeah. <laughs> so congr- congratulations. Just like nursing school. <laughs> okay, look, if this is math questions, I'd do a little better. Oh, okay. Okay, we'll see. What's the area okay. size? <laughs> 3.14. Okay, pie. Okay, pie. <laughs> Um, okay, so you two met nursing school. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? So you got out of nursing school and you decided that you wanted to go into vent planning, or how did that come about? Did you do anything in between there? Yeah, uh, I switched from nursing to marketing, okay. um, and then wanted to do marketing, and then realized marketing felt a little limiting, like um, the study, the degree limiting so I switched to communications Um, and then while I was going to school for communications I was dating this guy who was a wedding photographer oh interesting okay Mm. and that's kind of what introduced me to the wedding industry um, Why are you looking at me? Oh, no. I was Do like, I know this person or something? <laughs> no. Yeah. He's like, mm. <laughs> No. Like no. I'm going to take a like, drink. Uh, uh, okay, I don't, I don't know what's going on. No, it's because Mix knows who, who yeah. it is. Okay. So, yeah, okay. we're going like way back in my past. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I was probably like 1920. Mm. So I was introduced to it like a while ago, over 10 years ago. Okay. Um, and then every once in a blue moon, if he needed an assistant or one of his assistants wasn't available, I would go to the weddings and assist with him. Um, and that's how I like actually started going to weddings and like seeing what the events looked like and then being on like the vendor side of it. And I, one, loved it because it's in a social, it's a social event and I yeah. love just events yeah, You're a social parties. butterfly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, I love the aspect of it and then like the design and the fact that like it's it's so beautiful mm-hmm. um, is what gra- like I gravitated to that um, but I hated carrying a 50 pound camera bag that's uh, what like photographers assistants pretty much do okay. um, I hated it and I noticed like the other vendors that were working events and I saw like what wedding planners were doing they were basically like at the top of the food chain like conducting other vendors and like helping navigate the like the bridal party and the bride and the groom and the family through the day um and i love organization i'm like all about checklists and um planning essentially so uh yeah after like a few years of being on that side of the coin like assisting and stuff i was like i really want to do that um, but I held off for a really long time because I felt like it wasn't my industry, it was his industry. Mm. And then when that relationship no longer existed, it was this whole new birth of like, maybe I could try this out. And so I started um, basically apprenticing under another wedding planner. Um, she had her own business, like killer businesswoman. Did you meet her at one of the events or did you just reach out to somebody yeah it was very serendipitous i kind of just put it out to the universe and started telling people like this is really what i want to do and i'm very interested in it i worked for a um really high-end resort as a um event staff okay and then through that like which one was it pelican hill oh, oh the newport one yeah the yeah one that's newport right, Beach. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um amazing venue like Oh, amazing. Yeah, one mm-hmm. of the number one resorts in all the world. And I was very mm-hmm. blessed to work there. And it opened up a whole new gateway of like events um, and like what, like a whole different caliber of events. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, and I just kind of started putting it out to the universe, like telling people like, I really want to get into event planning and all this stuff. And then one day my cousin hits me up and she's like, hey, I have a lady who, it, my cousin worked for a marketing company. She's like, I have a lady that's looking for an, a wedding assistant, like oh, a, wow. a wedding planner assistant. And I was like, shit, yeah. Am I allowed to say shit? <laughs> kind of, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Shoot, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll bleep that out. Okay. Uh, yeah, bleep that out, sorry. Right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and it just like kind of fell in my lap. Um, and it was exactly what I wanted to do at the time and exactly what I needed to like learn and get myself really confident in the space. Um, and then a few years later, I was like, you know, I, I love this, but why am I doing it for someone else? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, and, do you have like entrepreneurs in your family and that's the reason why you, you decided or? Yeah, good what, question. What? Uh, my grandfather was an entrepreneur. He's probably the entrepreneur of the family. Like, my, so you only had one? Yeah, my oh, my mom and her siblings and my dad and his siblings like, have a very big family. And they actually all, my dad's side of the family, they're all in the medical field. So they're all okay. followed that Filipino path of like doctors, nurses, physical therapists. Yeah. And then my mom's side followed the field of like accountants and engineers. Um, so oh. they were all like corporate, mm, all wow. corporate, all structured in that way. Uh, yeah, so this was like a huge curveball for me to tell my family, like, I'm starting my own business. I'm not going to nursing school. I'm going to be doing something that feels really, it was like a weird concept, I think, for some of my family. But they were really proud. They were like really supportive. They were just like, okay, yeah, follow your dreams. But it was like scary, you know? Mm -hmm. well, yeah. What's that? I mean, when, when people start a business, there's always that sense of fear. Because yeah. obviously there's no consistent paycheck that, that's coming through the door. So how did you get over that hump or, or did you get over that hump at a certain point or like what was yeah. that? What it took a while for me to really like step into the role as like I am a wedding planner and this is what I do. Um, in During the transition I was working as event staff at Pelican Hill and then um, moving away from that because it's actually it was a um, what is it when you work for, like, you can't work for Nordstrom's and Macy's at the same time, what is that? Uh, conflict of interest. Yeah, so I couldn't mm -hmm. be a wedding planner and work for Pelican at the same time. Oh, wow. So I moved in back into the restaurant industry, something I did when I was, like, much younger, and I bartended and I served, and mm -hmm. I, it was, like... Plug. By night, yeah, by night, I was, like, bartender. By day, I was, like, wedding planner, and that's what supplemented my business until I was able to, like, really get the ball moving. Oh. Uh, and then I just took a leap of faith and pulled the plug on, on the restaurant so, industry. So, so yeah. when you pulled the plug, cause I know you were working for, you know, a few restaurants, you know, I mean, I was getting free drinks, you know, and yeah. sometimes free dinners. Okay, thanks that. for the invite. <laughs> you were in St. Louis, okay. so. <laughs> um, but, you know, since you guys started on um, event planning, what is ultimately Audrey Jean Events goal as far as the short term right now and the long term, like what's, like, how do you, where do you see your business 12 to 24 months from now? Yeah, uh, that's a funny question to ask right now, considering the like climate of- Well, let's industry. say, let's say not including COVID. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, my goal is to have, I mean, I want to have a wedding like almost every weekend. Okay. Wow. You know? That's it's, insane. Yeah, that sounds a lot. It's 52 weddings in a year. Yeah, yeah. But is that doable? I, there's, okay. I mean, there's different, so I offer different packages and different services, like being day of coordination or like full planning. Um, so like mixing in different packages is what gives me the ability to like work every weekend. So like uh, if 
for our viewers and our listeners so like for audrey jean events what what are your packages like how do you break it down for mm -hmm. a couple yeah so i have day of coordination um which is basically you need help you need someone to help you and your guests guide like have them guide you through the day um but my day of coordination is it's a little different than some wedding planners like i don't just show up the day of and i'm like all right just like tell me everything that i'm supposed to do and then i'll do it like i take very big pride in doing what i do with like smooth execution and in in order for that to happen like i can't just show up the day of and expect to know everything that you want happen for your wedding day like it's um it's like teamwork um in order for that to happen like it takes like at least a month so i step into the picture at least a month in, a, okay. in advance and then we start working together so that i'm able to really execute the vision that the couple's looking for um and then there are some couples who need a little bit more help they you know maybe don't don't have the time to plan don't want to plan for some people it's really overwhelming um to be like okay we're planning this huge like 150 person event um so that's where i step in and i have like my go-to vendors i have you know, um, I'm able to like help them with budget, that kind of thing. So my second package is like a partial planning. And then I have a full planning where I like, you're like, okay, this is what I envision. And you tell me your like fantasy fairy tale dream of what your wedding day wants to look like. And I'm like, I know how to exactly make that happen within the budget that you want. Yeah. Cause you had as a, do a vision board. Yeah. So you had Sappy do a vision board for you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And even in that Sappy was like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. Like there's so much that I love and I like have this vision and I have this vision, but I don't know how to pull it all together. It's like awesome. Throw all of that stuff on a board and I will help you like narrow that down. I haven't even seen the board. I was like, yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is usually what happens for couples. It's like the guy's like, whatever makes my babe happy. I'm like, yeah. So, so you, you brought up that it, on average, it's like a month of a time span. No, I, I that's feel like for it'd my be beginning a package. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it'd be a lot longer just yeah. to like plan a wedding yeah, like fully. Like, what, what is an average um, person looking at? Like if I'm getting married, like how long from the beginning till the end should I, should I kind of, um, I guess the, the, the span, right? Lifespan yeah. Of that? yeah, usually couples are engaged for about a year. That gives them a year to plan their event um, comfortably where they're not like feeling like rushed or like um, pressured. Um, but it's about like a year to nine months to comfortably plan a wedding. I mean, depending on the size, you can plan a wedding in six months. So you you spend time with them for an entire year or how does that? It depends on the package they hire me for. Mm -hmm. oh, so wow. like if they if they hire me for like full planning, I'll be alongside them for any decision that they need help making. Um, partial planning, I usually come in around like seven to six months. Day of coordination, I'll come in a month in advance. So the couple's already basically day of coordination, like the couple's figured out everything they like have their vendors they've got design all that stuff and i just come in um i like make sure all their t's are crossed and their i's are dotted and um then so then the day of their wedding they have nothing to worry about and i me and my team are there to help execute everything mm -hmm. properly what what is a like so let's role play this right yeah so i am i'm a new client and my wife wants everything pink mm -hmm. i want everything blue yeah she wants to spend a bunch of money. Yeah. I'm like, hey, let's be frugal. Yeah. What is the like? I'm you're you're smiling, so I'm sure you get yeah, a lot of this. This is a real life story. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so what is your conversation like in that that circumstance? Because I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of couples that disagree with like what they what they. <laughs> you're smiling too, so I'm sure there's things <laughs> yeah, that they I both do. want. Like yeah, so. that's why I was like joking earlier. Like I'm Mix's 
best friend, I'm his wedding planner, and I'm his therapist. Because yeah. a lot of the times, like, it is, you you got to, like, find that yeah. uh, sweet middle spot for couples. Like, what is it, what truly is important, you know? Like, for a bride, a lot of the time, it's like, oh, I want it to be beautiful. I want it to look this type of way. For guys, it's like, a lot of the time, they're thinking about future, like, past the wedding. and um, But they want to give... They want to give their fiance like what they dream. So it is about finding that middle spot. And it's just like, it's a lot of communication and conversation around it. I like to start out like advising my couples like, okay, well, what are your top three most important things when it comes to your wedding day? And she asked me that. Yeah. She asked us that. Yeah. And that was really key, by the way. Yeah. That was really key. Yeah. Cause, cause a lot of the times it's like what we think we want isn't actually what's aligned with what we're truly wanting. So like, what we like if we think we want like a big beautiful wedding like all this stuff it's like okay well that big beautiful wedding is going to cost you an x amount but then you're like oh my gosh like actually what i really want is to be able to have enough money to save for a down payment on a house yeah and it's like okay well, we have to realign that hmm. um so that's i mean i i believe that the wedding day is like kind of the beginning marker and it is mm -hmm. for a new journey but i want to set I want to set up my couples for success in the long run. So, in speaking of that, so as far as setting them up, um, my question was going to be, what would, so for our viewers and listeners, mm -hmm. um, if you were to tell them what separates Audrey Jean events from other, you know, competition or other event planners out there, like what, I, I know what separates you. And I'm not just being yeah. biased. Like I'm not, you know, I could, yeah. it literally, I think it's you, you're able to immerse yourself and really get to know the couples. Like not a lot of event planners are like that. And you really try to get an understanding beforehand, mm -hmm. you know, in order for you to help them with their vision. Yeah. I mean, so a lot of people do say that, you know, when they pitch themselves to the couples, but not a lot of people actually go through yeah. it with, you know, actually showing that to the couples. So what is, what is your separator? from the competition out there? Yeah. I mean, I think I, 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 I want to say I do what I do because I love it, but I think that's why a lot of wedding planners do it. You really have to love what you're doing. This is like, I mean, a wedding day is a beautiful day, but for the person who's planning it and executing it, it's high stress. It's high stress. Um, I work incredibly well under pressure. Um, I mean, some of my best school papers were written. <laughs> Like hours before they were due. In nursing school? <laughs> Let's but, not bring up nursing school anymore. <laughs> no, but I I always bring it back to the couple, right? Like the wedding day is important because it's like it is a big day of celebration, but it's always at the end of it about the couple and like the couple's family. I as much am like, what do you and Sappy want? And what will make you guys happy, you know? If it's, if it's not spending a lot on your wedding and saving for the future, then I mirror that. I believe in that too for you. Um, so for me, it's like, I truly believe what my couples believe and what they want. I want that for them, so. Yeah, because for example, like when she asked us, what are you guys' big three? Like what's, what's really important to you guys? I think- What did you say? Besides just the number one, uh, you know, obvious is like we just want to get it we just want to get married we just want to get it done i think with us it's like we want our families there yeah. so that was we, number one that was number one okay. that was it's like really we, important for the yeah, yeah. like we we yeah. want we have such big families you know i mean you're the best man at the wedding you know like like you know what i mean 
So, I mean, well, you and my brother. I didn't. You know? I didn't have to yeah. write, write a speech anymore. Well, so. you you still will. Yeah, uh, but you have another yeah. year now to yeah. write it. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, good good job. But uh, <laughs> edit. <laughs> but what I was gonna say was um, it's a caller calling in. I know. I need uh, to get married. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. My number is. <laughs> um, yeah. So our the most important for us was having everyone there because I have family in Australia. She has family in Cambodia. Family in the Philippines. You know, we have family in NorCal, you know, all over the place, like one of the biggest. And we, we're going to talk we're going to talk about it in, in the, the second part, you know, as far as the covid pandemic and how it's affecting couples. But, you know, it's we want everyone there and that, nothing's going to stop that from from happening. So that was the most important thing for us. And she's helped us out with that. Once she realized that it was kind of just like it was easy for her to guide us with our event you know like with the with the venue and the person that we're working with with the venue you know she was able to talk to them to to especially when it comes to headcount like that was that was kind of a pain sometimes that's yeah. that's normally the pain points when you're planning this thing but she made it very easy she right when she knew what was important she talked to them no this is non-negotiable for them you know and she got things done for us just because she understood what would you say if, if someone wants to become a wedding planner, what advice would you give for them as far as for a guideline? Mm. Gosh, that's tough. Yeah, I mean, like I've, I've, you know, when I was running my business, I would interview a lot of people and then uh, once they graduated college and a lot of them would have like management degrees, but then when I dig deep, they would tell me I, I want to get into event planning, whether it's like sports events yeah. or, you know, uh, wedding planning, but they didn't have a guide. You know, right. I wasn't able to give them that, that yeah. guide. So it, it's interesting for me to ask this question on what it takes and, and what your advice would be. Yeah. Uh, gosh, what it takes. It takes a lot of patience, a lot of patience. I would say that's probably one of the biggest things that I've like that one of my like strengths I've really had to flex always with people um, because it is such a high intense day. Like there's a lot going on. Um, and you know, the bride wants one thing, the bride's mom wants another thing. The groom mm -hmm. is like worried about the bride and it's like, there's a lot of emotions going around. So like patience and compassion is huge. And if you're, I mean, for me, what really helped me get going was I had a mentor. Mm. I had a mentor and she was amazing. She before I even worked with the woman who I worked for the, um, as a wedding planner, I had a mentor who had her own business and she just taught me everything. She was like, these are the things that you're going to need to know. This is like, this is what's important. This is how you, this is what will help you organize yourself. You'll get overwhelmed sometimes. Like she just shared everything with me. And like, I think like in our industry, we're like in the wedding industry, it can get really you can get caught up in like the competitiveness of it because it's it's slowly starting to become really saturated, especially like in Orange County in LA. Um, but like, I'm an open book. I like I I think that mentorship is huge in, in our industry. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would totally agree with you. I think just even like people that graduate with a certain degree, they don't usually use it nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I wish that even for me, like halfway through my undergrad degree, I would have loved to do a lot of internships yeah. in different industries and figure out what exactly I love doing and then eventually major in that degree.
but I never did that. I, I did the traditional like four year. Okay, yeah. that's what Asian parents want yeah. you to do. Yeah. And then graduate. <laughs> Business management yeah. degree. Yeah. Okay, now what are we gonna do? I don't even know. Yeah. So, no, I agree with you 100%. I think that it's great to have a mentor that's able to guide you to see if you love love that industry or, mm -hmm. or if yeah. you hate that industry. Yeah, I did a little bit of both, like going to school. I mean, like I tried out the nursing thing and I, my aunt who was a doctor, like I shadowed her a lot at mm. work and then I worked at a marketing company um, as an intern for a summer and I it was just like none of it was resonating with me and then finally I just like dove into this and then found an assistant job. Well, the assistant job found me. Um, but like, I think that's, it's huge. Like, and if you're thinking about doing wedding planning, I highly recommend reaching out to wedding planners and being like, Hey, are you looking for a day of assistance? Cause that's like, that is, that is the, I think that will be the biggest determining factor. Cause you could be great at organizing. You could be great at contracts and writing out contracts and budgeting and all this stuff. But if you can't swing on a day of a wedding, Absolutely. that's like the biggest thing. So like reaching out to wedding planners and just being like, hey, do you guys need a wedding Like, Do you need a wedding assistant for the day of the wedding? Like, can I help set up? Can I help guide through the timeline? All that kind of stuff. I mean, it's super helpful. Yeah, it's great advice. Um, so we're, right now what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a little break. And then so part two of um, Audrey Jean events episode. Yeah, I'm excited about this <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're definitely gonna be talking about the effects of COVID in the wedding industry. Yeah. And also we're also gonna talk about how vendors right now are trying to, you know, think of ways to, you know, also, you know, keep their business alive. Um, Audrey's gonna give us some perspective on that and also like how couples are dealing with the pandemic. You yeah. know, I think that's, that's a big topic right now. So excited to talk about that. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. You are listening to Kickspot. You are listening to Kickspot. All right, what's going on, Kickspotters? And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you've been tuning in, you've been uh, listening to us on uh, 106.3 FM um, or some of our streaming sites on Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, under the kick spot and then um if you're following our news it's probably on our instagram at the underscore kick spot we're also on youtube please subscribe <laughs> like and comment <laughs> everybody's using smash the like button so yeah you guys can smash do that. the like button do that uh but before uh our in during our uh, first segment we have been talking to our our guest uh audrey about her business um so make sure you tune in and listen to that but what we wanted to cover this time was explain the business. What's what's the business? The wedding wedding event planning business. Um, and I guess like for me, understanding the wedding uh, industry in industry is uh, very foreign to me. So it's very very interesting. Um, I just had the perception of like the movie, you know, oh, J Lo. J -Lo. Yeah. Thank, thank <laughs> With you. With the wedding yeah. planner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the only perception that I really had. But obviously talking to Audrey, there's a lot more that's involved in that. Um, especially I do agree with you being a counselor in that sense is just automatically a different um, type of job description right? sure. that you don't really talk about too often. Yeah. So um, but going into actually counseling, I'm sure that there are a lot of counseling sessions that you have to have recently with um, within the last you know, uh, six months. Um, with COVID happening and how you had to shift your business. First, how how is your business um, currently during COVID? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I'm really busy, mm. but not with new couples. Mm. So not new clients. Okay. I'm, I've been doing a lot of uh, damage control and putting out fires. Yes, yeah, she has. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. 
particularly Meg's fire. <laughs> He's the largest and most. It's because they have a big family. Yeah. The one she cares more about. <laughs> Let's put it that I'm, way. I am more invested in this one personally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So when you when you talk about that, um, like how does that work for you? Like obviously you you said that you had like set rates. So did you change like your your packages in a sense because of COVID or? No, uh, I mean, I think in general as a business owner, right, with anything that happens, be it a pandemic or a natural recession in the economy, like we just have to shift and like move with the times. And so this is just one of those movements that nobody has a choice about. So um, I'm not like upping my rates because of anything. It's definitely not in the control of my couples. Um, so if anything, they're just they're getting more support for whatever, you know, with what's going on. I mean, makes knows like it's a lot and it, I feel bad. Like I wish there was something I could do to like have them not go through this. Um, I think most vendors in, our, in the industry are feeling that way right now. We're just trying to be flexible and just really supportive for the couples. And that doesn't mean that specifically because of this, that I'm going to charge more because I have to work more. No, and she's been like 100%, you know, especially with you know, my other half, she's been there for saps, you know, for certain things that I can't be there for her for. Um, but it, it's just one of those things where it, it puts, it puts a big toll on the bride on a scenario where nobody has certain control and week by week, day by day during COVID, it's like, you don't know how the venue's going to be. The vendors are going to be like, they're going to change the rates. You know, and you just don't know what the news that we're going to get from, you know, our our consultant. And because, you know, it's like, is it going to be bad news? And then it just puts more strain on on the not only on the planning, but it can put strain on the relationship mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for that mm -hmm. couple. I mean, that's huge. Right. Um, they're supposed to be going through the process. Yes, it, it can be stressful, but it also they, she's making it fun. You know, and that's that's what that's what they're supposed to do. They're 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 trying to make it seem seamless for you guys to go through the process. That's why we hire people like her. Yeah. You know, uh, it's just to like kind of go off what you were saying. It's like I appreciate you seeing the value of what I do mm -hmm. now, um, because sometimes it is it's hard. It's like to to have couples see the value in what I do or they have their wedding. Yeah, it's absolutely. very different. Cause in hindsight, couples are like, I should have hired a wedding planner. I should have had a wedding coordinator. And I mean, I'm like, here, like, yeah, of course, get a wedding planner, get a court. Like, but that's me saying it. Cause that's what I do. Mm -hmm. um, but like all those things that couples think it's like hard to like figure out budget, to figure out rentals, to figure out spacing, timeline, all that stuff that comes naturally to me. Mm -hmm. I've done it a million times and it, it it's it just works like clockwork for me and like i think the quality of life when it comes to planning is what's priceless right yeah. like if the entire time you're planning a wedding and you hate doing it why are you planning a wedding yeah you know during during this time um the governor in california has obviously changed um group gatherings um so in Migs' situation, I remember him telling me, hey, I don't think we, we're going to have the wedding right now. We're going to have to move it till next year. And obviously, mm -hmm. there's a lot involved in that. You talk about the vendors that, that um, you've hired. Um, so what happens in that sense? Like, do the vendors just, like, switch to next year? Like, what, what is your process during that time? 
Yeah, um, my personal process is uh, if I'm available, I'll switch it. There's no transfer fee. I'm happy to save the new date. Like, I don't know if it makes it like told anybody else, but he is switching his wedding date and I'm 100% there. There's no, there's no like shift in contract or anything like that, except that it's just a new date and that's it. And I'm there to support that. And the vendors also. Yeah. Like, other, do you have to choose different vendors because of well, that? Well, here's the difficult part. And it's it's situational. So I just want to yeah. clear that. It's situational. Yeah. So I'm speaking for me and Sap's situation, right? So she did most of the legwork. So she set up the meeting for with our with our vendors, with the venue. And then we had to pitch them on, hey, this is something we can't control because mm -hmm. this is a pandemic. Yeah. So because one of the things was they were going to charge for changing the date. You know, uh, which I completely understand on a business level because the way they explained it to me, which made sense, was another couple could have had that date. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are gonna switch it, right? Like that was a that was a date that another couple could have had. So just for that inconvenience itself, as a business, we have to try. And I completely get that. But if the if the governor is saying that you can't have group gatherings, no, then, I understand. No couple would be able to. Well, that's why they never charged us the rate. Okay. Yeah, so they were able to move it without charging us. But that didn't happen unless she took initiative on sending uh, a Zoom call, you know, meeting with them in order to talk about these pain points during the wedding. You it's know, a lot of being proactive. Yeah, it's, in, you in know, this current situation. Exactly. So do you get a lot like I, I've seen recently, I think I've seen three of my friends get married just paperwork wise. Yeah. Um, and I think on all three comments, it was because of the pandemic, we decided that we're not going to have like the actual wedding. We're just going to get paperwork because we love each other. Mm -hmm. And then years later or a year down the line, we're going to, you know, yeah. obviously have a wedding. Is that is that a typical case now that you're getting a lot of yeah. like people are still like wanting to just get the paperwork just so they can say that they're married or. Yeah. 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 I mean, most of my couples have been honoring their original wedding dates, so they are getting married, oh, wow. like civilly getting married, um, um, on their actual wedding date, okay. and then they're so having they're their the yeah, and then they're having their celebration because it is, it is. I mean, it's not just like oh, we just want to get this over with and like get married. It's like they also want to start the rest of their lives, mm -hmm. and a lot of that entails possibly having children or, you know, like, I don't know. It's it, it a lot of it is that um, I think. But it is also just this feeling of like, okay, well, how much longer does my life have to be on hold? You know, like everything that we're doing right now feels like it's a pause. Yeah. And if there's one thing that you can have a decision on, something like marriage, if, if you can decide that that is something that you want to do now, like that's what a lot of couples are doing is they're just, mm. they're, they're honoring their original wedding date by getting um, legally married and then they're postponing their celebration until next year. So, open back up. so I, I want to kind of bring in a, a different set of like topics. So the wedding industry is a $300 billion a year industry. <laughs> so wow. proud to know that. How, how do you know that information? I just, I just do. All right. So it's a, it's a $300 billion a <laughs> year fact. industry. So just imagine that mm -hmm. 300 billion, yeah. not million, billion. All right. And mm -hmm. they used to say, or from what I've read before that the wedding industry is recession proof. Reason why it's called, it, they, a lot of people say that it's recession proof is because everyone will always want to celebrate 
their wedding day. Right. Correct? Yeah. And they're How, not going to not get married. However, it is not pandemic proof. Mm. Right? It's not. I mean, it's, we're seeing it right now. So my question is, so I shift my, my conversation to what, from what you've seen since March, since we've been, since the United States have been on lockdown or semi-lockdown, um, <laughs> depending on what state you're on, um, how, how has the industry shifted? Um, how's the industry shifted for couples and how has the industry shifted for just as a, as an industry itself? Like, where did you see, like, what kind of changes has, has happened in the last four to six months? Yeah. I mean, for couples, it's shifted in the sense where nothing's happening, you know, celebration wise. There's still, there's a lot of couples are still getting married. Um, but celebration wise, it's shifted to either like something that you've done where you're postponing your wedding or, um, it's downsized greatly. Um, so micro weddings are really huge right now. Micro weddings. Micro what weddings. Is that? That's that a is a term. 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 A smaller wedding, a smaller, a smaller wedding. It's a, oh, it's any yeah. wedding that is under 75 people. Ooh, I like that term, micro wedding. Yeah, definitely. You can't have a yeah, micro yeah, wedding. You have too much family yeah. <laughs> and friends. Micro. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So couples have shifted. I mean, it's amazing, like seeing what how the industry has really come together to be able to provide support to these couples, because it is. It's like one of the biggest things in your life that you can celebrate, right? Uh, getting married buying a home, having your first child, like these are life markers. Um, and so I think couples have been shifting to like micro weddings or just smaller celebrations or being very flexible in the sense like, okay, well, we're gonna get married on paper, but we'll celebrate next year. And then in the industry with like vendors and venues and things like that, um, it's been incredible to see like how we've all just come together, one, to support each other as small business owners, like it's it's like this pandemic has been very bonding i actually mm -hmm. have expanded my network probably like doubled it in size um during this pandemic because of the fact that we're all small business owners we're all just trying to survive and we're all just trying to provide support to couples who are feeling really hopeless right now mm -hmm. um and with that it's been like this huge shift with like okay well how am i going to me personally survive as a business owner like how am i going to continue to pay my bills and keep my business alive so that i can continue to provide support to these couples and like what will my business look like in the future because events are changing they will be yeah. changing in the future and like i think i don't know if this is going to get too far past maybe a future question that you're going to ask but like this year in 2020, there were 80,000 couples alone that were supposed to get married in the greater Los Angeles area. Wow, that's a huge Didn't you lot. tell me like 2020 was like 2020. the wedding year of all the years? Yes, yeah, so. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's because 2020, like I, we all have carry a little bit of a superstition or like belief in numerology to some extent. And um, a lot of couples I that I have been like speaking to, well, last year and the year before, they were holding out for 2020. Um, because if if you look at like the calendar year, we had February 2nd, 2020. So that's 2-2-2020 was a Sunday. So a day okay. that people could get married. Um, August 8th, 8-8, 2020 was a Saturday. October 10th, 10-10-2020 was a Saturday. Um, couples, these, these days were the days that I was booked the quickest and had the most inquiries. 
They're crazy. Are they are they like yeah. of a certain ethnicity? You know, because no, like there's no, superstition with I like thought, Chinese, right? Like, yeah, and, and I stuff. thought that at first because I, I know that the Chinese are really big on numerology and yeah. stuff. But no, like there were certain couples where they were like uh, of no particular like religious background or you know like they, they were of different ethnicities like interracial couples and it's, couples were coming to me and they were like I have to get married on this date and this is the date we're getting married and but 2020 in general for other outside of numerology uh was just a really big year and so if you think about the fact that like 80,000 couples couples in LA County alone were going to be getting married this year that are now not getting married this year when are they going to get married next year? Yeah. 2021 is going to be impacted. And there was a huge study actually put on The Knot, which is a really, um, it's like a huge wedding uh, website. And they did a survey that asked couples, you know, like, are you still going to, are you still planning on getting married or are you no longer going to be getting married and just doing civil? And um, mo I think it was 85%, 85 to like 90% of the couples said that they are still planning on having a wedding celebration. So that means that most likely they will be getting, their wedding celebration will be next year. Mm. So 2021 is gonna be busy. I think it's gonna be bigger and better. Yeah, yeah, because people are just like, yeah. They're we're like done. anticipating. We're done hiding. Well, I mean, I'm not responsible for planning, you know. So yeah, that's that's your stress, you know. So yeah. Um, with these like micro weddings, um, so you're saying it's 75 or less. less, right? Yeah. So are there new like CDC guidelines that they also have to comply with? Like everybody's getting checked. Like the vendors also have to go through a certain phase. Oh, good is, question. Is buddy. that something that they're doing or or they're not? Yeah, uh, I mean, it really depends. A lot of these micro weddings are now um, happening on private properties. So it basically mm -hmm. just depends on the, on, them. on the on the hosts, so the couple or on the catering company. Um, alike, catering companies are basically taking um, precautions the same way restaurants do. So all their servers will be wearing gloves and masks. Um, buffet lines are done. <clears throat> they they are, have to serve you, right? Yeah, the yeah. buffet lines now like will be very different. It's not self-serve. It's going to be a server at each station mm -hmm. serving you. Um, they're minimizing as much as possible the contact between food and guests. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something. And then a lot of um, companies are, are doing like temperature checks for the workers, for the staff. Yeah. But it's not required for the guests. Oh, interesting. A lot, of, wow. a lot of it is 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 the hosts. Um, it's up to the host. So it's up to the host if if they're going to require their guests to wear masks or not, or if it's or like six feet, like right. separating yeah. them. It's up to the host. The venues um, require six feet yeah. for tables for distancing. And they're um, limiting it. Like so, for us, they were limiting a table to have only have like five people. Yeah. Like six max, when normally they can have ten. Yeah. In like a in the table. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So there are certain like guidelines that a lot of venues are having to follow. It's a little bit. It's. It's funny because it's still a large gathering. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of venues are just they're trying to be respectful of the current situation, but also very respectful of like. A lot of couples don't want to see their guests in masks and. Yeah, that yeah. was one thing. You don't, you don't want to yeah. wear a mask. You may kiss the bread. <laughs> you make no, it lift dude. The mask. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay, put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, 
venues are, I mean, they're trying to be like compliant with CDC regulations, but at the same time, they're very aware that like couples are not wanting to hide from their family members and their guests. And so, mm. yeah. Are there guidelines for, for wedding? It's very, right now it changes like every. Yeah, because I know per industry, yeah. there's like a checklist of stuff. Yeah. It's, but it, is there something? It, I mean, like as of today, I believe, right? Newsom just announced that indoor stuff is closing. Yeah. So I don't know, like, I don't even know in this moment, like what the uh, new guidelines are. But if you asked me this morning, I would have said that the gathering had to be under a hundred people. So mm. that was a big reason why Miggs wanted to change his wedding date was because a hundred people barely covers him and Sappy's family, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, yeah. So that was one of the really big like guidelines. And then another big guideline was that like servers had to wear masks and gloves, um, just like restaurants. Um, a lot of like what is happening with um, venue serving staff is like somewhat mirroring restaurants. So that's, that is a way you can kind of like keep yourself updated. If you know what's happening in a restaurant, then you kind of know what's happening in a venue. So what do you, um, so I know you have <clears throat> weddings that are lined up for August, September, October. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. how, how have you kept your clients and you know, your couples that you're working with not just us, um, or I'm sorry, besides us, how, how have you kept them in the loop and how have you kept them updated? Uh, how have you kept them interacted and, and educated on what's going on on a daily, on a weekly and on yeah. a monthly? Because that's probably the, one of your biggest stressor is you, cause you care so much about the couples. Yeah. You want them to feel like you don't, you don't want them to feel like their wedding is going to go to caputs just because of a pandemic. So how have you lessened some of that burden that they're going through? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of temperature checks with my couples, specifically my brides. Because brides do naturally just, they're more involved in the planning. Um, so That's it's a not true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Unless you're Migs and you have a lot to say, which he always does. So. <laughs> is this true? <laughs> hey, but my totally input is. That. There's two terms uh, wedding planners use is the bridezilla, but there's also the term groomzilla. I am not a groomzilla. <laughs> okay, I am not a groomzilla <laughs> for all you viewers. Oh, I no, can totally no. see it. I'm just teasing. Oh my God. He's not a groomzilla, but he he's actually been really involved in a very positive way. Um, providing support for Sappy because can you yeah. facts? <laughs> I will be very fair in that in that sense, but yeah, um, it's a lot of temperature checks with my couples. Like, hey, how are you feeling right now? Because I mean, even if the CDC said like, yeah, we could we could have exactly the amount of couple like amount of guests that you want at the wedding, and like you don't have to wear a mask. It's like, well, maybe that's not what's comfortable for my bride and groom. Yeah. So it's constant constant. Excuse me temperature checks with them like how are you feeling are you doing okay whenever I receive new news I relate it to them um, even if maybe they've already received the news I just want us to always be on the same page but there's like this delicate balance right like if I'm checking in too yeah, much yeah, yeah. or if yeah. I'm telling them too much maybe it overwhelms them so it's really just it's different for each one of my couples but just clear communication and being like hey I'm here if you need me text me whenever so do you have any more questions no, 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 no. Because um, I want to save 
the next yeah. piece because I think it's going to be really good because it's a perfect transition actually. Um, so I get we can take a break on on this one because the the next topic will be are just going to give us tips for couples that are thinking about going through a possible wedding during a pandemic mm. and also couples that are going through the pandemic right now. Uh, you know, we want to hear from her definitely. Um, she's got a lot of experience. She's going to give us a few tips and you know of of how to go through this time of. 2020 and uh and just how to get through it you know so uh we'll be right back stay tuned you guys stay tuned you are listening to kickspot you are listening to kickspot welcome back to kickspot part three of our audrey jean events episode with our guest miss audrey Audrey jean herself (laughs) (laughs) my good friend slash wedding planner slash Boba Getter, counselor, slash counselor, counselor. yeah, slash friend, slash Boba Getter, (laughs) the whole shebang, the whole shebang. So, um, so we've talked about already like her history, her background regarding um, her industry, the wedding industry, and her being as a wedding planner and how she went through her journey. Uh, And then our part two, we talked about. the industry during COVID in itself. I think that was very, very, very good. Great perspective that you gave us, Audrey. We really appreciate that. Um, and then this episode, in this part, uh, we're going to talk about a few things. Uh, but before I do so, I just want to say uh, you guys can follow us at our Spotify, The Kickspot. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Make sure you smash that like button and subscribe button is that what the kids is that what the kids say nowadays nowadays. smash the like and subscribe you know and uh we're also on on ig at the underscore kickspot you could also follow our individual instagrams at real genu because he's real and (laughs) at jmix fajardo for me you know, so that thing will pop up like right here, right now. Are you gonna do that? You're gonna right. edit now. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Uh, and then Audrey, go ahead and introduce us where our viewers and listeners can find you if whenever they need help. Yours will pop up right, like right and now. now. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be dope. Uh, yeah, you guys can find me at um, on IG at. Audrey underscore Jean events or Audrey Jean events.com. Um, pretty simple or just straight up email me at hello at Audrey Jean events. Okay. Okay. Hello. 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 What up? Hello. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Um, so um, I actually did want to ask you, I think a lot of the listeners are probably wondering this question, um, you know, with like cars and stuff, if I'm going to go buy a car and things that I want, I have to know what the price is going to be. Someone can sell me on all these services and eventually it's like the price that speaks. So, um, and I'm willing to spend more for obviously the better car um, if, if, it, if it works out right. So from somebody that's trying to get married in 2020, 2021, what is the average budget that they should be spending? Mm-hmm. Not even spending, but what is the average budget? Yeah, I mean, uh, the average the average cost of a wedding in California currently is like twenty five to thirty thousand. Um, but that's not to say you can go up or down and still have an amazing celebration. But the mm-hmm. average uh, is around twenty five to thirty thousand. Yeah. How many guests on average is that? 
like one, like around 150. I mean, That's a the, lot. yeah, the general, the general size um, of weddings is 150. But I mean, right, you could go down and say like, oh, I'm only having 75 people at my wedding, but I'm keeping my budget at 25,000. So that means you can spend more for your vendors. You can spend more for your decoration. You could spend more on the open bar. Is that um, in California? That's that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you find a stat? Yeah. I feel like he's like checking yeah, the you, source. You have a, I mean, you're, you're so good with all these facts here. No, so. uh, 300 billion. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Do you 5, guys, do you guys know what state has the lowest average wedding cost? Lowest average wedding cost? Yeah. So like, okay. yeah. I want to say the Midwest. Mm. What state though? I'm okay. not saying region. I'm going to say Nebraska. Okay. And your guess is? Mm. Ohio. No. Yeah. Ohio. Okay. So hold on. So Nebraska average is 23,488. Wow, that's still high. Okay. That's Nebraska. And then your guess was Ohio. Mm -hmm. Ohio is, where's, oh, oh, it's down there. Ohio is twenty one thousand four seventy eight. Okay. Is that are, are those the lowest? No, the lowest is Alaska. The state of Alabama. Uh, oh yeah, Alaska. Seventeen thousand two hundred sixteen dollars yeah. for what? a wedding. How much? Seventeen thousand two hundred sixteen is the wedding average, average. wedding costs mm. in Alabama. What's the most expensive? Uh, guess. New York or California? New York. New York, yeah. Yeah. New York is about thirty-four thousand dollars. Yeah, they're the they're the most expensive. Oh I'm, no, I'm sorry, Connecticut. 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 Thirty-five thousand seven hundred two. New York is second. Second. Huh. Alaska is third. Wow. wow. I mean, Alaska's gorgeous. I Alaska's third, dude. Is it because they have to ship? Oh, everything I'm sorry. Away? No, Hawaii is first. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. could see Hawaii. Thirty-seven thousand. Yeah. Well, that's international. Like mm -hmm. a lot of Japanese get married in Hawaii. A lot of I mean, American Massachusetts at thirty five thousand. Oh, Boston, I guess. I can see Connecticut is high. I can see Connecticut high. Yeah. I can see Connecticut. It's like the top three most richest places. You Jersey thirty six thousand. East Coast, East Coast in general. Can you check Guam for me? Guam is at uh, twelve dollars. It's what? <laughs> twelve dollars. Twelve pesos. <laughs> is, it, uh, is it your recommendation for me to get married in the Philippines? And uh, oh yeah, dude, one hundred percent. Really? Yeah, I mean your bank, the bang for your buck in general is. Dude, the they did my cousin's wedding dead, dead serious, but they did a same day edit on photos and video. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah, I I was I couldn't believe it, and they spent a grand total. I mean, it was like an awesome wedding. A grand total for the entire wedding. For entire wedding. No, a grand, a thousand dollars. No, 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 a wedding. grand You're total. You're talking about the photo team. No, no, no. I'm talking. Oh, the photo team itself was, I think, only 500 bucks with the same day edit. So the rest of the wedding was only $500. No, 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 no. I said, no, no. What I was saying. Oh, that, are, are we off? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I we haven't need to start even, over with this. <laughs> I haven't even. I, all I said was grand total. I didn't say a grand was the total. The grand total was about $7,000. Oh, okay. the grand the total. Grand, not, not the grand is the total. <laughs> you know? Gotta be careful with these. Yeah, I know. You're speaking it's to God. It's very God. different. <laughs> Jeez. I am like not no talking Fab in here, okay? Yeah. Okay. 7,000? Okay. I did not say $1,000. <laughs> 7,000. I mean, you can get a same day edit here. For a, for $1,200. Yeah, it's going to cost you. Yeah, cost you. I know a guy. Much more. Who? You might send it to you a year later, but I know a guy. It's not a same day edit. <laughs> nope. <laughs> It'll be same month edit. Same month edit, yeah. <laughs> We won't say your name. <laughs> um, 
So for any couple that's that's trying to get married during COVID, mm -hmm. let's say that they don't want to do the sibling, they just want to do it all at once. Um, what is your advice that you'd be able to give them? So they they're wanting to actually have their wedding celebration and their mm -hmm. marriage this year during COVID. Yeah. I would say my biggest advice is be flexible. Um, be flexible with your guest count. Be flexible with what your wedding day is going to actually look like. Um, That's a great advice. It's yeah, because you could potentially. I mean, the staff are, the staff around you. They're all going to be wearing masks. Um, your guest count can change. Obviously, a, a, a lot of us in general, weddings in California, they're about like 125, 150 people um, for like the average size wedding. But right now, we're not allowed to have weddings larger than 100. So just being flexible in your guest count and also flexible with what like it's going to look like. Like originally, we thought we were planning to have Miggs's wedding set up where his dance floor was going to be on the inside part of the venue. And then there was conversation about bringing the dance floor to the outside. Which More was, lit. Yeah, which was um, is amazing, yeah. obviously. Like dancing under the stars, that's beautiful. But, you know, it wasn't the original floor plan. So just flexibility. Um, if you're really wanting to have your... And I think that that's a thing that probably will happen naturally. Like if couples are wanting to still get married this year and have like an actual celebration this year... Those are already the couples that have that openness, I think, that are able. But yeah, uh, what your what your vision uh, is may shift. And I think the the being open to the shifting is the biggest advice I can give. So the vision board kind of changes. Yeah, a little. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, your decor bit. doesn't have to change, but like guest count, uh, plated versus buffet, mask versus unmasked like that kind of stuff is going to probably shift. I know this is going to sound like very, I mean, uh, women that are listening probably be like, Gina is such a douche, but um, <laughs> they already think my, that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they do. But see, my, my perception of a wedding is that it's really for other people. I've never really cared about a wedding mm -hmm. no. um, because I'm like, hey, if you, if you love me, we can just sign the paperwork, that kind of thing. And maybe, you know, other women might think differently. They're like, you know, I, I do want to show everybody else like my thing, or maybe it is like just me internally that I really want a wedding. Um, I mean, what, what is your thought on that? Like for people that I'm sure, that, I'm sure there's like couples out there that, that come in like men like me that are like, dude, let's just order a cheap wedding and let's just get it done. You know? I like how you say that. We're just order it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> order let's it. Just, cheap. Just do it. I'll Maybe take the number five pizza on the hut. menu, please. Yeah, <laughs> all right. It's not a pizza hut wedding. Can I get a Big Mac meal? <laughs> But, you know, that's just what always what I've thought is like, there's so much and it's it. I'm glad that there is like um, a wedding uh, planner that, that does that because it takes away the stress of everything. But I've always had this visual of like, you know, it, wedding is just for like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Like if things aren't perfect, it's really just for everybody else. And like I've seen so many couples just stress out yeah, um, because of that reason. So yeah. um, what is your thought process on like people that think like me? Yeah that are just like are just like hey i, I really don't care about the wedding, wedding. like it's for other I people i completely disagree with you bob 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people yeah. that will, but I'm also thinking that there are a lot of people that also think similar. Yeah, yeah. in that sense. I think Minx disagrees with you because he loves the spotlight. <laughs> oh, uh, absolutely. It has nothing to do with spotlight. And the celebration. Any yeah. excuse for a party. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Because I, mean, I party with, I would like to party with all of my family and friends. Yeah. Is something yeah, wrong so with this that? Is you should the, see this the bachelor like party the list has gotten way bigger. You know, yeah. he's so like, I'm I gotta bring like, this, I gotta bring that. I'm like, yeah. dude. Dude, you're making it very difficult for me. <laughs> and I, I can know. only imagine if I'm planning that, what you have to go through with this guy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not just, even bad. I, I'm gonna, in this sense, I'm going to also plug myself. I don't just plan weddings. I plan other events around weddings too. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Let's yeah. talk about that. Um, yeah, because there are people that are like, God, planning all the other things around the wedding is a lot too. But I will say that, yeah, this is where like that contrasting idea, it's the same thing with like, you know, the bride versus the groom, like the bride really wants this big thing and the groom wants something smaller. It's just, um, it's like a matter of that conversation. But for those who, I get that a lot too. Like there are couples where it's like, oh, I don't, I'm, I don't feel like the wedding is the big thing. On one side, somebody is saying that and the other side, someone's like, oh, I really like want my family and, and like, I want my friends and I want to celebrate. And there's always just like, it's it's a sweet spot. Sometimes there's like something else underlying underneath that mm. of like not wanting to have the bigger celebration. Who knows what that conversation is? But um, don't worry, I'll plan yours. Don't you? Know, <laughs> I, I got it. Yeah. Sometimes it's like I don't want the wedding, but it's more like I don't want the wedding because I don't want to plan, or I don't want the wedding because I don't want to be in the spot spotlight. Yeah. Which I've had grooms say that. Yeah. As much as people think that I like take pictures and stuff like that, I do. I hate all that. Yeah. I absolutely hate like the. Like Migs knows that I'm like, okay, hey, I just have to post something on my social media. Yo. He'll take like two pictures. He's like, yo, I don't know if I like it. I'm like, I'm good. Done. I just, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. I'm done. I'm like, done with no, it. I don't like I don't it. it. And then he'll be I like, like, I don't hey, like can you take a picture of me? And it takes like an hour. Yeah. Hey, okay, first of all, it's not an hour. Okay, there's a bunch of pictures that we have to swift through to make sure that he likes it. But I've, I've always been the type where it's like, man, I just really don't. That's like not the energy that I really right. want to spend. Like I could spend more money, like my, my resources and making money. Like I like doing that. Okay, like, it's not like I don't like adding, doing that. Adding value to people and then making money. I'm all about that. Okay, so. yeah. let's just be clear for everyone. I like that too. We have the we're on the same level on that. I'm just a little extra on the photographs. Okay, that's it. Guys, when you say you guys sound like the couples I work with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, per perfect. So so this conversation, there are layers to it. Yeah. <laughs> we can dig Are you consulting us right now? <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can dig deeper oh, yeah. if you want. Yeah. But it's sound no. Um yeah, but that's I think that's there there are different things, right? Like I've had I and it's not always the groom who's like, I don't feel like the celebration is a thing. Sometimes it's the groom who really has like a, you know, wants to celebrate and like have the gathering and the bride is like, Oh, I'm like shy or whatever it is. But it, I, you know, there's just like that that sweet spot, and sometimes it is. It's it. Maybe it's not having a big wedding. Maybe it's having a micro wedding, or maybe it's not having a traditional wedding where you're like, oh well, we have like a grand entrance and we have a first dance and da 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 da. da. Like, not all weddings, as cliche as this sounds, not all weddings are created equal. It's literally every wedding has its own personality because each couple has its own personality. So how you build a wedding isn't always going to be the same. So like if you don't like the spotlight, you don't have to do a first dance or you don't even have to do a sit down dinner. Maybe if you want it to be more casual, it's just a reception of like cocktail hour and dancing and partying and and it's not mm. a whole fully structured reception, right? Like it's not a bad idea. Uh, we, you don't have to fit into the constructs of what a traditional wedding looks like if if what you believe isn't what fits into the traditional construct. So, 
Yeah, I, I think that's probably what it is, is like the perception of what I think a wedding has to be. Right, yeah. Versus what I actually want. Right. So I, I, I totally agree with you. Because there's things that people do that I'm just like, dude, it's like really to show off for other people. But I get, I get it. Some yeah. people really want that and they need that. And I get it. But why are you looking at me like that? Like, why, why are you looking at me like? <laughs> some people. Yeah, and I get mixed. it. And I, and I get it. You know, and I get it. He's like, let's go get some Gucci uh, <laughs> clothes for the grooms, man. Like, yeah. Dang. But I, yeah, that's. It's that's on sale. A, <laughs> <laughs> the, also a big part of a couple bills. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's on sale, he's like down. Yeah. yeah. You know this, man. Only a couple bills to get it for every groom's man. I have man. a coupon. <laughs> I have a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is not about me, okay? It's about Audrey today. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. So you were talking about how you don't just do um, wedding planning. Obviously, your Instagram is it's event planner, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's uh, my my tag is um, pr- professional planner and curator of special special events. events. Special events mm-hmm. being being weddings and anything that is celebrated. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think even, even bar mitzvah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Celebration. During- yeah. <laughs> okay. You go have one. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Do yeah. you want the circumcision? Is it? Oh my God. <laughs> what? Just <laughs> uh, took a turn. Just yeah. took a turn. <laughs> so uh, obviously, you know, during this time, um, it's good to diversify your portfolio, and it seems like that's what that you've also been doing as well. So, can you tell us a little bit more about the other event planning yeah. industries that you? Um. I mean, I baby showers, birthday celebrations. I've done like some really amazing big marking, like big marker birthday celebrations. I did like a Studio 54 party oh, cool. for a 30th celebration. Yeah, it was, um, we brought like uh, go-go dancers in and like contortionists and DJ. Um, Have you ever done like a divorce party? Not yet. That's interesting. It's weird. You haven't invited Jinu Park to perform in any of these. Uh, Dang. <laughs> I'm his well, manager. Well, send over your info and your one sheet and oh, I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm his manager. <laughs> I only have one sentence on that. <laughs> but what else have yeah, you done? Um, I have done? I've also done health and wellness events. So like yoga retreats oh, and mastermind classes. Oh, that's cool. um, those are passion projects for me. Um, I've even hosted health and wellness uh, events myself, like being the host and... Um, yeah, so uh, baby showers, um, grand openings for businesses like um, women's boutiques and things like that. Um, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So it's it's not limited to weddings. Weddings is, I mean, it's a huge industry and it's what I love. But also just like having the opportunity to like expand and flex my strengths in the event planning. Like each event is very different mm-hmm. from baby shower to weddings to yoga retreats, that kind of thing, so. You said that um, the health and wellness is your passion project. Mm -hmm. So so you've like led these events? Yeah, I actually just hosted a women's retreat um, this past weekend. Oh, super cool. Yeah, so it was um, like a women's circle, uh, not yoga, sorry, uh, aesthetic dance, meditation, um, just kind of getting more into like, spirituality or, yeah mm-hmm. self-care spirituality that kind of thing yeah are you doing like any like Bikram type of stuff like no the Bikram meditation I I am I am not practicing Bikram but um like if there was a collaboration that came in like I 
love the idea of like, you know, uh, Bikram Kundalini, mm -hmm. static dance, sound meditations, that kind of stuff. Like I, I experience those things, but I'm not practiced in it. So I can't like hold that space. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to hold it with integrity. Mm. Yeah. One of our guests, Sunny is very, very into that. So mm -hmm. every oh. morning he'll like, be like, Hey, can you have 30 minutes yeah. to do this with me? And like, man, I need to get more involved in it because I'm always like, just like on the go, but just spending, he's always like, dude, you seem so stressed out with everything that you're doing. So you just need to just calm down, yeah. spend 30 minutes, do this. And we're like hearing like bells ring yeah. like every minute and stuff. <laughs> and then like, I could see his face afterwards because we're doing like a WebEx. He looks so calm afterwards. Yeah, just like, yeah. He's like, okay, how was that? And I'm like, Dude, I'm still thinking about like everything. Else. He's like, you're not practicing it. Yeah, so. I will say that self-care has been a huge, mm -hmm. huge um, practice for me so that I can excel in my business. Because I mean, I'm, I'm a wedding planner slash couples therapist slash firefighter. I'm putting out a lot of fires right now. And like in order to do that with a full cup, I have to be able to like, yeah center and and um so speaking self -care. of that self yes yeah, speaking of self-care i wanted to kind of elaborate on that so how have you seen yourself grown you know in in the last year uh i've personally see your business grow mm -hmm. and you know just the way you speak the 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 way you've handled your business the way you've transitioned and pivoted during the tough times like i've seen the the growth but for for you and you know and for our viewers out there and for our listeners like this has given you a lot of value and how have you seen yourself go from not knowing the industry to where you're at today? Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, in the last year or two. Yeah. In the last year or two, last year was a big year for me. Uh, it was, I mean, it was my, it was actually my first year, um, completely on my own. Originally I'd started my, my business with a partner. Um, and then we decided we had different vision, visions, so we separated. Um, and last year was huge for me. I was really busy. I, I had a lot of events and the momentum was insane. Um, uh, and it, this year, 2020 has really made me like evaluate, like, do I love what I'm doing? Do mm. I want to continue what I'm doing? Uh, do I want to like, it through the slosh to make sure that I keep going yeah uh, so it's been really introspective this year in my business I mean because nothing's really happening except for what I already have had in the calendar and so uh, it's 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 just kind of reassured that like this is what I really love to do and this is what I want to continue to do and so I've definitely learned how to like shift and pivot a lot faster than I ever thought I could. Mm -hmm. And um, any fears or doubts that I had, like starting my business, I had to just get over that really quick because COVID is like non-forgiving to a non-existent business. So yeah, it just, it really like woke me up to like, this is what I want. So. What would you say is your biggest motivators? Um, what we always talk about, the why that makes you cry. Mm. What would that be for uh, you? 
Isn't that good? <laughs> yeah, the why that's going to make you cry. And yeah. I probably will cry if we start talking about it. Yeah, what it? Yes. Oh, it's a good thing I mean, I'm this, wearing waterproof mascara. <laughs> it, I mean, it, I, I can tell you, it is a very tough industry. And we've talked to a lot of business yeah. owners that have been struggling with with trying to figure out how to how to win. But it is really the why that makes them cry that really gets Keeps them, them to continue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And gets them to wake up early in the morning, deal with clients late at night, work yeah. 24-7, 365. And, so. and me and Gino are, are always curious about that from our guests. Um, mm-hmm. We asked Josh that, we asked Justin, we asked Sunny. You know, we're going to continue to ask that question just because yeah. it gives our audience a great perspective. I mean, it's people that really do make it, you know, it, they go they go deeper. They yeah. go 10 levels deep yeah. to a point where once they figure that why that makes them cry, that passion just exudes. Mm-hmm. So please let us, let, what, is, what is that from you? Yeah, for me, I mean, the wedding industry is such like a whirlwind and planning a wedding is like such a whirlwind for like couples, for vendors, a lot for the couple. And I mean, I think, I, I would hope that for anybody in my industry, like the goal is right to like provide support to our couples. It is the beginning of a new chapter of the rest of their lives, hopefully. (laughs) What I see is the rest of their lives. And like, if I can give them like the best starting chance for that or help them have the best starting chance for that, then that that is like, that's what I want. Like I, it's supposed to be a celebration, right? Like it's supposed to be what you want, even if it is not a traditional wedding. I, I, like I said, like I believe and I want what my couples want. And the why that makes me cry is that like that support. Like if I can just be like a pillar of support for them um, in the planning process and even just like after that, you know, and it's been amazing like after like this whole, during this whole pandemic, I've actually grown even closer to some of my couples now that they're married and their weddings have been, their weddings were last year. And you know, they don't, they don't, my quote unquote services anymore. It's just like, there's that like relationship that's built and I am constantly cheering for them uh, in the process and after the process. And that's, that is like what motivates me. And even, even if it's like, if it's not a wedding, if it's uh, a baby shower, like that's a celebration. And I am a hundred percent behind that. Like wanting to celebrate your baby's life and coming into this world and you know, yoga, uh, I did like a yoga mastermind class and it's like supporting that um, small business of like, you know, people who are wanting to expand their knowledge. So I guess the why that makes me cry is is support, period. Like being that support for whoever's calling me into their into their space. Um, yeah, we love that. And I think you're at a, you're at a perfect industry to be able to showcase um, not only yourself, but the passion that you have for the industry and the couples that you're gonna that you're working with currently, and the couples that are gonna work with you in the yeah, future, like yeah. they're gonna be very, very lucky <laughs> to have you as a partner. I, I'm very lucky because it's like kind of like a double whammy. Like she's like my counselor, and at the same time she's like my friend. At the same time she's like my wedding planner. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like I get I get everything, and then it's free. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, She's don't like, plug that. You can edit that out. That's not that's not normal. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, it's not it's not free. It's not free. It costs you 13 years of friendship. <laughs> that's a lot of 
boba. That's a lot of I'm boba. kidding. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. But no, like real talk though. Like on the real, like I've I've just been. Me and Saps have been very lucky, you know. And the perspective you gave Gino and I today to be able to share that to the world and and to our audience. I think they're gonna learn a lot from this episode. Uh, we're excited to show it, to showcase it, and you know, we thank you for coming here, and we love having you here. Yeah, that's um, yeah. And um, if you could one more time, yeah. let everybody know where they can get a hold of you, um, your social media, or, or your email one more time. Yeah. Okay. So, at oh yeah 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 Audrey <laughs> underscore Jean Events, huh? and then. <laughs> www.audreygeneevents.com. Oh, we got to put the www yeah. now. Okay. <laughs> That's new. That's a new one. It's a lot more editing, but uh, I got more editing right there for you. Uh, yeah, or just email me directly at hello at audreygeneevents. Awesome. .com. Love that. Yeah. Awesome, Audrey. Well, we, we really appreciate it, especially for, you know, people that don't really understand the industry. Like myself, I have more of an admiration for what you do. Thank you. Um, and I have a better understanding of what you do as well, too. So if everybody can just... Um, you know, follow Audrey and then um, utilize her resources. Yeah, for Please sure. feel free to reach out to her. Yes, um, I am an open book. And then we're also going to link all of her um, social medias yep. on our um, Instagram as well to at the underscore kick spot um, on our Instagram. Okay. So thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Kick Spot.